0: Everybody say, the Lord is good. Hallelujah. Praise you, the Lord. Turn in your Bible to 1 Thessalonians chapter 5, 1 Thessalonians chapter 5, and I'm going to share with you the the message that I, I had for last week, but will certainly work for this week because we had so much fun last week that I let you off the hook and just said, hey, be thinking on this verse and let's let this verse kind of begin to really set up residence in our heart. Here it is. Uh, in, everyone, let's read it together. In everything... Okay, let's start over. I'm going to start and let you finish. In everything... Turn around and tell somebody that. Tell them this. Make it personal to them. Tell them. Let's, in everything, give thanks. For this is the will of God... In Christ Jesus concerning you. I'm going to talk about that more in just a few moments, but here's a little Thanksgiving trivia. Even though we're already past Thanksgiving, uh, I want to ask you this question. And if you know the answer, just lift your hand. Okay. And then I may call on you. Uh, okay. No blurting out. We may send you to the principal's office. So you have to lift your hand. Here we go. What does the nursery rhyme? Mary had a little lamb and Thanksgiving have in common. What does the nursery rhyme, Mary had a little lamb, and Thanksgiving have in common? Think about that for a moment. I see one hand. And while you're thinking about it, uh, where's Jeremy? He's probably still doing that. Uh, I'm going to ask, uh, hey, Mike, could you turn in at least the fan? Look at our ACs. We we It is a little muggy in here, right? Y'all want to stir a little air up? All right, stir a little air up. Lord, best of going, oh, Jesus, oh, Jesus. Nobody okay. All right. You know Mary had a little lamb and Thanksgiving. What does it have in common? Because their fleece is both white as snow. Eh. All right. Any other any other people brave to try? Alright, here, here it is. In eighteen twenty seven, Sarah Josepha Hale. The author of the famous nursery rhyme, uh, Mary Had a Little Lamb, launched a campaign to establish a national Thanksgiving holiday in 1827. After 36 years of her persistent uh, knocking on presidential doors and senators, 36 years later, Abraham Lincoln finally got the message and heeded her request and established Thanksgiving as a national holiday. So there you go. The author of Mary Had a Little Lamb did something even more profound. She stirred the nation to a place where we recognize our thanksgiving to God. And everybody said amen. So there's my little trivia. Don't ever forget that. Everyone say Sarah Hale. Sarah Hale, there you go. And you can throw that out to family and friends at your convenience. So with that in mind this morning, I want to I talk to you today about continuing this thing we call Thanksgiving, because it's more than a holiday. Tell, turn around and tell somebody Thanksgiving is much more than a holiday. It really is. It should be a way of life. That should be the way we live, and we'll talk about that. And so today, my title of my message is "Living with Thanksgiving," uh, making it your lifestyle. And and how many of you? Uh You've begun to realize that it's just better to be thankful than to be ungrateful, right? I mean, it really is. And I pray today your eyes would be opened a little bit to the Scripture, to the Word of God, the will of God, and you would come to a place uh, where you just made a commitment and a connection. I'm making a lifestyle decision. I'm making uh, uh, this as my goal for 2019 and the way of life. I'm going to begin to live life with an attitude and a heart of thanksgiving to God regardless of the circumstances of my life and that's what this verse talks about in everything give thanks it doesn't necessarily say for everything even though how many of you know bad things happen to good people how many of you know God causes all things to work together for good to those who love God and are the called according to His purpose. And I believe in a sense, even if you had a bad thing happen, you don't necessarily thank God for that bad thing. You say, Lord, I thank you that in this circumstance, you're going to be glorified and that somehow you're going to take this bad thing that is happening to me or my family and turn it around for your glory because I know you cause all things to work together for good to those who love God. And everybody believe that, say amen. Amen. So I believe that this is the heart and the mindset of God. Uh, And so, uh, in fact, we used to sing this, In everything give thanks, for this is the will of God. See, this makes you smile already, right? In everything give thanks, for this is the will of God. In everything give thanks, for this is the will of God. In Christ Jesus concerning you. And everybody say amen man you know i you know when I was growing up that's the title of my soon coming book I'm just play and if I'm if I ever write another book, that's the title, because there's so many things happened when I was growing up. When I was growing up, we sang the scripture. And we would just people would take scripture and we'd sing and we called it Psalms and Hymns and Spiritual Songs. And that verse uh, set up resonance in my heart many, many years ago when we began to sing it. Now, before I delve off into this scripture and into the word of God a little bit, let me throw this out at you. Psychologists, people who are smarter than you and me probably, have realized that Thanksgiving, living a lifestyle of Thanksgiving, is really holistically healthy. Holistically healthy means in all different areas of our life, not just physically, but spiritually and mentally and emotionally. In fact, psychologists, this is a scientific fact. You want to know some scientific facts that back up what the Bible already says? Scientific facts, they figured out living a lifestyle of thanksgiving is just healthy in every area of our life. And and psychologists have developed basically seven scientifically proven benefits of a lifestyle of Gratitude. It's not in your notes, but let me throw them out to you. Being, being, uh, living a lifestyle of thanksgiving and being gracious and, 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 and thankful. Uh, let me, let me stop. How many of you, when someone is ungrateful and unthankful, it just, it just gets under your skin a little bit? You know, you, you, you the expectation sometimes our expectations are high and people just they expect things rather than are grateful for things well they're in serious trouble and we need to have mercy on them because i'm telling you it'll help us in many ways but here's what psychology today says uh seven scientifically proven benefits to a lifestyle of gratitude number one it opens the door to more relationships In other words, how many of you know from a spiritual perspective, it's all about relationships? So, how many of you know God knew that, that gratitude, it brings us together? Uh, in fact, last Sunday, it just, we built relationships. I built some relations, began to build some relationships last Sunday with people who are our guests, new people that came in, people who hadn't been in a while. I'm telling you, the atmosphere of gratitude just opens the door to more relationships. Number two, psychology today said it improves physical health. I don't necessarily think being an uh, attitude of gratitude is a miracle drug, but it certainly benefits us physiologically. And so, one, hey, if you want to address your health in many different ways and not just exercise. How many of you know you can exercise your body and not exercise your soul and you still be unhealthy? And so we exercise our soul and our spirit by being thankful. They also said it improves psychological health. It just helps you psychologically, how you think, how you live, how you move. And then number four, it enhances, I love this one, empathy and reduces aggression. How many of you know in this world we live in, we got an uptick of aggressiveness, I don't want to get political, but man, there is an uptick of aggressiveness marching towards our borders. And how many of you know we all need to just realize, hey, Thanksgiving helps us. Uh, it, it just, it just. Uh, if you, if you have a short fuse, let's, uh, let me say that. If you know somebody who has a short fuse, I know no one here would, would, uh, uh would on any way have a short fuse and a, and a quick move to aggressiveness. Hey, just begin to bathe and saturate. I ain't gotten the Bible yet and this is good stuff. Just bathe and saturate your mind and your soul with gratitude to God for all the things He's done. And not only that, gratitude for, to, to your spouse, to your family and those around you. It, it enhances empathy and reduces aggression number 5 catch this it improves sleep patterns la di da number 6 it improves self esteem Number seven, it increases mental strength. So psychologists have figured out this lifestyle of gratitude is holistically healthy for us in so many areas. So, hey, even if you left the Bible out of it, and you certainly shouldn't, because that's really the source when we look to the Scripture, where God, even in the beginning of time, when He began to establish guidelines for the children of Israel, He established things like the Thanksgiving offering, where we would give a free will offering of thanksgiving to God. And so he began to encourage the people of God to develop thanksgiving as a lifestyle. Everybody say a lifestyle. So with that in mind, I want to give you three simple living with thanksgiving thoughts that I think if you, and these will be easy to remember, may take a lifetime to apply, but will transform your life and family. Listen, if you have a if if you have need, hey, let me just back up. If you got some relational issues, this can help you. If you got some physical issues, this can help you. If you got some psychological issues, this can help you. If you got some aggressive tendencies and a short fuse, this can help you. If you can't sleep very well at night, this this might be the best ambien you ever took. If you have low self-esteem, this can help. If you've got mental weaknesses, this can help. If you just want to be a blessing to God, this will help. So with that in mind, in everything give thanks. For this is the will of God in Christ Jesus concerning you. It's clear from this passage of scripture that this is the way of God for each of us is to live a lifestyle of thanksgiving this is God's way for us you know God has a way and a plan for all of us did you know that he has a way of life for us to live you study scripture and you know, you we we tend to see pardon me we tend to see all the what we might think negatives you know the 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 commandments You know, those are negatives. Do not do this. Do not do that. Do not do that. You know, those are the ways of God for sure. But there are many greater ways of God that 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 uh, link up with those things that we would look at as the do-nots of Scripture or the, you know, maybe what some would think the things that restrict us. Uh, But, hey, this is the way of the Lord for us as believers in everything. In other words, all the time. Not just sometimes, not just on on Thanksgiving and, 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 and during the holidays and every once in a while. You know when some people, uh, the only time some people are real gracious to God, when an unexpected blessing comes their way. They go, whoo, thank you, Jesus, for an unexpected blessing. But understand something. We have blessings that are around us at all times that should create within us the understanding and an environment and a lifestyle of thanksgiving. I mentioned Leviticus in the early early Scripture where Jesus, pardon me, God introduced the thanksgiving offering in Leviticus 7. And then when you just go through scripture, Psalms 50 verse 14, offer to God thanksgiving. And I, and 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 catch this next part. And pay your vows to the most high. Listen, thanksgiving ought to flow from our hearts, but understand something, he deserves the glory. Are you with me? Say amen. I know you still got turkey and all that. What's an MSG working around your system, and you got kind of the drag jaw. But, man, when I say something anywhere close to being good, you can go, that's right. Amen. Are you with me? Let me try this. Okay. Offer to God thanksgiving and pay your vows to the most high. How many of you believe that he's worthy of all the glory? Amen. There you go. Give somebody a high five so you got it now, brother. Amen. Matthew 26, when you look at the life of Jesus, Jesus lived with a lifestyle of gratitude. This is something that I noticed this past couple of weeks when I began to look into this. Matthew 26, 26. It's it. Jesus took the bread and he blessed it and he broke it and he gave it to his disciples. Everyone say, he took the bread, he blessed it, he broke it and he gave it. Now, I love that. Wouldn't you have loved to have been in that fellowship? He blessed it, he broke it, and he gave it to his disciples. The word blessed, we think of that. How many of you, uh, no, I don't want to say that. Uh, sometimes I I, uh, I don't want to be legalistic about praying over our food, but Jesus blessed the food, and I think that would be a good thing for us to bless the food. I know sometimes you get in public and you go, uh, should I bless the food or not bless the food? Uh hey, just bless the food. I don't get all religious. Sometimes when you're trying to rally, and you know, my grandkids, they're all together. It's like herding ants. It's almost impossible, or cats, you know. And so I just kind of, as they're all, uh, I say, Lord, bless this food today in Jesus' name. And everybody said, amen. I mean, I'm not legalistic, but Jesus, when it says he blessed the food, he didn't just say, he didn't just say, uh, I bless these elements now unto thy sir. No, that word bless has all wrapped up within it the attitude of gratitude. He was thanking God for the bread. He lived a lifestyle and he modeled a lifestyle of thanksgiving to God. And, 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 and so you follow the life of Jesus. Uh, he, he lived a life of thanksgiving. It was the way of God for even... Jesus. John chapter 11, verse 41, it says this, Jesus lifted up his eyes and said to the father, I thank you that you always hear me. This is in the context of raising Lazarus from the dead. Mary and Martha were concerned, of course, that their brother Lazarus had died and Jesus was three days. He was late, some thought. And he, he came to the tomb and he lifted up his eyes and he said, father, I thank you that you always hear me. He was talking out loud. Then he said, But I'm talking out loud. In other words, his attitude of gratitude was internal. It wasn't just words. You all I think you always hear me. Uh, I'm, he's gra- he was grateful that God and he had the Father and the Son had communion together. He said, I'm grateful that you hear me, but uh, and I know you always hear me, but I'm praying this out loud so these people around can hear what me and you are talking about. He lived a lifestyle of gratitude. And then Luke chapter 24, verse 51. Catch this. I love this. I mean, I really love this in this context. Jesus' last moments on planet earth, after he rose from the dead, he was with his disciples for 40 days. And it says this, now it came to pass that while he blessed them, He was parted from them and carried up into heaven. Get that, my friend. Hey, look around, make sure somebody's smiling. Make sure they're smiling. Catch this. Do you have to... Now, do you need to close your eyes to get this in the context... Here Jesus is, his last moments, he's about to ascend to the Father. And as he is ascending, as he's uh, blessing them. Now, he's thanking God for them and he's thanking them. He's blessing them. It's the same exact word that has thanksgiving all wrapped up in it. His last moments, he's headed to heaven. He's thanking God and he's thanking them. He was blessing them speaking blessings over them and thanksgiving unto them. And he parted from them. He left planet earth with thanksgiving flowing from his lips. Is that not cool or what? So everyone say it's the way of God. It's the way of God, and so uh, we in everything give thanks in all things, in in, in everything we go through. And let me just, I, hey, I know personally. I look around this room, and I know we don't have a, a, a huge representation of our church here. I know, person, I could go down the row with many of you, and I and we we know issues that even happen as as early as uh, this in this. In this year, things that were heartbreaking, tormenting, troubling. Uh, I, I've told this story a uh, hundred times, but years ago, and Beverly and I were close to where this happened the other day when we were driving from uh, 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 Laredo through San Antonio, went up through the hill country where my father's plane crashed. Gosh, how long ago now? I cannot remember. And he was instantly killed. Uh, what year? Was that 34? Was it that long ago? Yep, 34 years ago, father, my father was a private, private pilot. He got tangled up flying down the Perdonales, uh, Colorado River, uh, and he got tangled up in some unmarked, uh, uh, power lines. He and a friend, and in a millisecond, uh, he was in heaven. And uh, I went to that very spot, uh, you know, a few days afterwards. And and but I remember the moment I found out that he had passed away on a Sunday morning. As I was preparing to go to church, uh, my wife was actually in the hospital because she was dehydrated. With uh, um, who, who Larbeth? You dehydrated her, and so she was in the hospital. So things weren't going great. And I learned my father had been killed. the the, the natural or the supernatural reaction. That I had because of this verse in the Word of God in me, I ran to my room, got on my knees, I lifted my hands, and in everything I gave thanks. Doesn't mean I was happy. Doesn't mean I was joyful. I was broken hearted, but that's what came out of my heart because that became prime uh, and is still becoming a way of life for me. And let me tell you something. It's health to your bones. It's health to your mind. It's health to your brain. So it's the way, it's the way of God. Everyone say it's the way of God. Number two, of course, from this scripture, it's not only the way of God for each of us to live a lifestyle of thanksgiving. It's, it's, and it's certainly, it's the will of God. This is God's will. This is not something that is optional. I guess it is optional. But if you want to walk in the will of God, you've got to live with a lifestyle of thanksgiving. This is the will of God in Christ Jesus concerning who? Me and you. For all of us, in everything. It's the will of God. I've 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 over the years interacted with people and I have prayed for God's will to be made manifest in our life. How many of you know uh, the there's there's a biblical will of God for our life, right? How many of you know there's Let me try that again. How many of you know the Scripture teaches us the will of God for our life in many areas? Now, there's some specific will and way and directives that that are specific and, and unique to each of us. Many, many years ago, God called me specifically to preach His Word to many nations since that day, many, 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 many moons ago, I have in fact done that, Spe- preached the word to many nations. In fact, sometimes on Sunday morning, I do that to many nations, Right, either from right here or at home through Breakfast with Champions, people from all over the world tune in. Now, I'm not talking massive amounts of people, but people in China, people in Mexico, people in, in Germany tune in. I'm telling you, that that's specific to me, God specific spoke his specific will to my life and God has that for each of us. How many of you know we're not just cookie, we shouldn't be cookie cutter Christians? Are you with me? Say amen. God doesn't make cookie cutter Christians. We're not all the same. Look at me. Would you want to be like me? Of course not. You're you and you're wonderful because God doesn't make any junk and he's got a plan and a purpose and a reason. He's got a will of God for all of us. Somebody say amen. Now, how do we find that will? My suggestion to you is if we'll begin to adopt the predetermined will of God for our life from scripture. Let, let me just get, uh, let's use this one. The thanksgiving heart. I'm just going to adopt that into my life. That's going to become who I am. It's the will of God for me in Christ Jesus concerning me. And I'm going to wake up every day and I'm going to be thankful to God for all he has done for me. And thankful for what he's doing in my life and thankful for what he will do in my life. That's the will of God for me. And you know what? When you begin to adopt the, the known will of God for your life, hey, let me tell you something. Things begin to unlock. In fact, here's what scripture says, call unto me and I will answer you and show you great and mighty things which you know not. Those, those great and mighty things are things that are still covered that God will uncover. And so when you call unto God with an attitude of gratitude and just, just call to, say, Lord, speak to me, your servant's listening. Lord, speak your vision and direction into my life. <coughs> I want to do your specific will for my life. You'll begin to unlock and unload and download those things into your life. Somebody say amen. So catch this. Remember these three things. I think you could share these with somebody. Hey, let me just throw this in. When you go back to work uh, uh, Monday or tomorrow, the next day, how was your Thanksgiving? Ask ask one of your uh, co-workers that you know it may not be a believer. How was your Thanksgiving? Oh, man. And they'll tell you, you tell them, man, mine was great. Let me tell you what I heard about Thanksgiving that, that I think is transformational. You can share any or all of this. But man, share this verse. Man, I'm telling you, it's the way of God. This is God's plan for us. It's the will of God for all. You want to know the will of God for your life? Hey, it begins with an attitude of gratitude. And here's number three that certainly flows from this. It's the wisdom of God for each of us to live a lifestyle of thanksgiving. Everyone say the wisdom of God. Now, uh, there, let me just say, and, and turn to Ephesians 5 and Romans 1 if you want to get a head start. I'm going to show you these verses. There's great wisdom in following the way and the will of God for your life. Look in Ephesians chapter 5. Turn over there real quick. Corinthians, Galatians, Ephesians chapter 5. I want you to see this. Verse 15, he's talking about walking wisely. And then he begins to give some bullet points about what walking wisely looks like. See that you walk circumspectly. That really means wisely and carefully. Be careful, little feet, where you go. He says, not as fools, but as wise. How many of you know a lack of wisdom... According to scripture, you read Proverbs, it's the foolish. God, God gives two kinds of people, the foolish and the wise. How many of you don't want to be among the foolish? Oh, we got half of you. The rest, let's try that again. How many of you don't want to be among the foolish? That should be all of us. Okay, there you go. And here Paul goes. It's like he's been reading Proverbs a little bit. See that you walk circumspectly, not as fools, but as wise redeeming the time because the days are evil. Therefore, do not be unwise, but understand what the will of the Lord is. We just talked about that. And he begins to unlock it here. And do not be drunk with wine, in which is dissipation, but be filled with the Spirit. In other words, there's some foolish things you and I could do. That if we're not careful, we'd miss the will of God for our life. He said he, he said, Don't be drunk with wine, which is dissipation or is excess, but be filled with the Spirit. Verse nineteen, speaking to one another. He's talking about smart things, wise things. Speaking to one another in psalms and hymns and spiritual songs, singing and making melody in your heart to the Lord. Verse 20, here we go. Giving thanks always for all things to God the Father in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Now Could it get any plainer than this? What's he saying right here? He's saying, man, if you're going to be smart, if you're going to be wise and not be foolish, you're going to have to live a lifestyle of thanksgiving to God. In everything, give thanks. This is God's plan and will for your life in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ unto God. It's the wisdom of God for us to live a lifestyle of thanksgiving to God. And everybody said amen. Now, turn back to Romans chapter 1. Romans chapter 1 is some life-changing truth for all of us. There's a warning here about wisdom and foolishness and being gracious and thankful to God. Verse 18, realize how serious this sounds. For the wrath of God is revealed from heaven against all ungodliness and unrighteousness... uh, um, against all ungodliness and unrighteousness of men who suppress the truth in unrighteousness. Now, he's talking about people who are, who are obviously anti-God and suppressing the truth of God. It says, because what may be known of God is manifest in them or to them, for God has shown it to them. For since the creation of the world, catch this, His invisible attributes are clearly seen, being understood by the things that are made, even his eternal power uh, and Godhead, so that they're without excuse. Let me pause right there. I'm going to push the pause button. Have you ever just walked outside, especially in the springtime or whatever, and you just look around and you go, how on earth could anyone think there is not a God? This is just absolutely obvious. You look to the heavens, you look to your body, you look to creation, and you just, there is, hey, it's, it is, there, this is not rocket science. Some have tried to make it rocket science, but I'm telling you, it's clear, and that's what Paul says. These people, they're trying to suppress this understanding that God is real. Verse 21, because although they knew God... Who's he talking about? Wicked people who have suppressed the truth in unrighteousness. Because although they knew God, they did not glorify Him as God, nor were they thankful... but became futile in their thoughts and their, here it is, foolish hearts were darkened. What's Paul saying right here? Hey, there's people who know God's real. They're just trying to suppress the reality and, and, and live a lifestyle of unrighteousness and ungodliness and suppress the truth and unrighteousness. And though they know God, they don't honor Him as God, nor are they thankful. And then he says this, professing to be wise... They became fools. What was Paul saying in this context? To be ungrateful is foolish. And catch this. They professed to be wise. They became fools and changed the glory of the incorruptible God into an image made like corruptible man, birds and four-footed animals and creeping things. Therefore God also gave them up to uncleanness in the lusts of their hearts to dishonor their bodies among themselves who exchanged the truth of God for the lie and worshiped and served the creature rather than the creator who is blessed forever. Amen. And this is like today's culture. For this reason, God gave them up to vile passions, for even their women exchanged the natural use for what is against nature. Likewise, also men, leaving the natural use of the woman, burned in their lust for one another, men with men committing what is shameful and receiving in themselves the penalty of their error, which was due. Woo! There's a lot of things that spawn from an ungrateful heart. And Paul the apostle brought a great warning to the body of Christ in Rome who were seriously dealing with some of these issues. And he said, God gave them over. They were, oh, we talk, hey, we talk about all those terrible sins, those sinners. One of the first real descriptives Paul gives, nor were they thankful. That's where it begins. And let me just say, if there's areas of our life where we've yet to begin to embrace the attitude of gratitude, let this be known. It's a foolish thing. As a believer, to not be grateful in all things so did i catch this it's the way of god this is just the way god made it they were to be grateful and thankful it's the will of god god has a known will for us to be always grateful and thankful and it's the wisdom of god you want to be wise be great, gracious. And live with a lifestyle and an attitude of gratitude. As I began today, I said it's holistically healthy. In other words, it, it it's, it's healthy for us in all ways and in all weathers and in all, uh, all circumstances and in all situations. It, 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 it is like a, if you will, a healing balm in our hearts and lives, uh, in, in many different areas of our life. Go back to first Thessalonians. And let's close out where we began. 1 Thessalonians chapter 5. I'll get there because I'm a little lost. 1 Thessalonians chapter 5 where he says, In everything give thanks, for this is the will of God in Christ Jesus concerning you. He then he gives two or three more bullet points. don't quench the spirit, don't despise prophecies, test all things, hold fast what is good verse twenty two abstain from every form of evil. And catch this as he gets to this place where he's about to close out this letter. He just talked about uh, living a lifestyle of thanksgiving. And then he says, and now may the God of peace himself sanctify you wholly or completely. And that your whole spirit, soul, and body be preserved blameless at the coming of our Lord Jesus Christ. Did you see the link there? It's a little subtle. But how many of you know, in order for God to sanctify you wholly and completely and preserve your soul, body, your, your whole spirit, soul, and body blameless, there's some things that we've got to embrace in our life in, for, in order for that to be able to happen. And one of them, certainly among all these others, rejoice always, pray without ceasing, and in everything give thanks, for this is the will of God in Christ Jesus concerning you. Do not quench the spirit, don't despise prophecies, test all things, hold fast What is good? Abstain from every form of evil. Let me tell you, those things all conspire together as a a healing and a health to us mentally, spiritually, body, soul, and spirit. It begins with an attitude of gratitude. There's a book that I'm beginning to read. I can't even remember the author. It has this question. Beverly and I downloaded it. How is your soul? it's about soul health it's about mental health spiritual health whole kind of, are you are you healthy body soul and spirit and though i'm just getting into the book i'm telling you this attitude of gratitude is a huge part of being healthy spiritually healthy mentally healthy relationally amen so this morning as we finish off this weekend of thanksgiving. Let it produce within us a lifestyle and an attitude of gratitude. Amen. Let's stand together. Let's pray together. Let's ask God to supernaturally help us and enable us to live this kind of lifestyle. Father, as we stand together and as we have yielded to your word, I pray today now that the Spirit of God would help us. Search us, O God. I want everyone here just to open up. Hey, just bear your soul to God and just say, Lord, this is some areas of my life that I need to be healed from some areas of my life where not only am I not thankful, but I'm unthankful. I I carry a grudge. I got an issue. I got a problem. I got an anger issue. I got relational issues. If that's you today, there's a healing here in this house. With every head bowed, every eye closed. If that's you, there's some some issues that you need. You know you need to bathe with this attitude of gratitude, and you've you've not taken the way of God and the will of God, and you've been. Hey, this is between you. You've been foolish and been ungrateful. If that's you, just wherever you are, say, Lord, here am I. Here am I, Lord. Lord, let us not be as the foolish who look to themselves and look to their own ways. Lord, let us be among the wise who yield to the will of God and the way of God and the attitude of gratitude, that in everything we give thanks. We give thanks to You. Now this morning as we stand in the presence of God, I want everyone in this room However you want to say internally, externally, just begin to offer up that sacrifice of thanksgiving and praise to God. Lord, today, Lord, we offer up thanksgiving to you. We embrace the way of God, Lord, for our lives. We embrace the will of God for our lives to be grateful and thankful. We embrace the wisdom of God, Lord. We don't want to be foolish Lord, we don't want to be given over to to our own devices and our own fleshly nature and desires. Lord, we want to be gracious and grateful for all things and in all things, Lord God, for your glory and honor. We honor you as God. Lord, Romans says, though they knew God, they didn't honor you as God, nor were they thankful. Lord, we know you, we honor you, and we want to be thankful to you in every area of our life. We thank you for our family. We thank you for our jobs, Lord. We thank you, Lord for the resources you put into our care we thank you Lord God for this church family we thank you for one another Lord we thank you Lord for our nation we thank you for our president we thank you that your kingdom is coming your will is being done in our life we offer to you thanksgiving a free will offering to God in Jesus name hallelujah Now just let the healing flow of God begin to flow over your hearts right now. Lord, we receive the healing touch of God upon our mind, our soul, our body, our emotions, our spirit. We thank you for it. In Jesus' name. Thank you, Jesus. We give thanks to you, O God. We offer up psalms and hymns and spiritual songs to the Lord. We bless the name of our God. Try this just a little bit. We offer up to you the song of the Lord. We give you praise, O God. We love you, Jesus. We love you, Jesus. We love you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Amen. That's like medicine. Amen. Well, bless the Lord. That's how you do it. It's the way of God. It's the will of God. It's the wisdom of God to live a life of gratitude and thanksgiving to God. Everybody love the Lord. Say amen.